1: From our motability team.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is open
1: now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at MacklinMotors.co.uk. Let's
0: go!
3: And the football headline at just after five. Rayo Hitati is out of the big game tomorrow at 12:30. Nicola Raskin is in for Rangers. So Celtic also without Leela Bada. That's been uh, revealed this afternoon by the manager, Ange Postacoglu. We'll hear from him shortly. And James Forrest, who obviously hasn't featured much recently, is also out for Rangers. Sounds as though everyone is fit and ready. And the manager has said that Celtic would have to throw away the title he said all we can do is win every single game and that would have to start tomorrow Celtic undefeated for such a long time 60,000 fans there Barry we've been talking about it for over a week can't wait for this game to start but from a Rangers point of view Rio Hitati is out
4: Yeah listen he's a massive player no doubt about it he's been one of Celtic's most consistent performers this year Um, but in terms of Rangers listen they've got a full squad now Raskin I think It was important that um, he get through this week's training. Obviously he has, so he's available tomorrow. So bring it on, Paul. Looking forward to it. Rangers know that they need to go to Celtic Park, which is a real difficult place. And get the three points and then try and put a bit of pressure on Celtic. Mark, how much
3: of a blow for the champions is the fact that Rayo Hatati, who played so well against Rangers, especially in the first game of the season, uh, what do you feel about Hatati being out?
5: Yeah, it's it's a blow for Celtic, but they've such a strong squad, um, Paul. You know, there's really good options um for the manager um to, to use. You know, there's, there's David Turnbull, there's a Wata, there's a Riley, there's even Haksa Banovic. So there's some really good um options and uh I don't think um, Ange Postacoglu will be overly perturbed at uh, Hatati's absence.
1: That's
3: the big news this afternoon. I mean, Aaron Moy is fit. The speculation about Greg Taylor, he's not been mentioned today, but I know that a lot of people think, well, they're not sure, is he going to be fit? This is what the manager said this afternoon. Yeah, uh,
6: in terms of team news, unavailable tomorrow. Uh, Rayo, James Forrest and uh, Liel are all unavailable. Um, Everyone else is uh, fit and ready to go. And he spoke about the absence of Reo Hatati. Yeah, look, it's disappointing for Reo more than anything else because, as you said, he loves playing these games and he's had a, a major impact when he's played. So, uh, disappointing for him to miss out. He tried really hard to, to sort of be available, but, um, you know, it hasn't quite worked out. So, um, you're always disappointed for the player that they're not available. But from a team perspective, I mean, we get Aaron back, and um, which is great for us. Uh, you know, we've got uh, good quality in that area of the park. I mean, last week we had to play without Aaron and... Um, and Rayo and the boys handled it really well. So, um, yeah, from a team perspective, um, you know, still confident the team we put out there will uh, will uh, you know be be able to perform in, at the levels we need.
3: Celtic fans, what are you feeling? As Mark said and Barry said it too. They've got such a strong squad. What are you thinking? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. And for Rangers fans, well, your manager was asked today. I take it. You have to win tomorrow to have any. Chance of the title.
7: I think that's obvious. I think that's obvious. Uh, We've obviously since I come back in, it's 15 league games, 14 wins and a draw. We've played our part. Uh, It's fair to say Celtic have played their part as well and have done equally as well as us because our form's been fantastic and uh, the players in that sense have done nearly everything they can do. After tomorrow, we'll know whether we're three points closer, whether we're no closer or we're three points further behind. I think ultimately uh, all we can do is win our games and. And uh, it's Celtic's league to to throw away or to lose, if you like, and and it doesn't look like at this moment in time outside of the
3: games with us that they will drop points. Mark, journalistically, what do you take of at the manager, the Rangers <laughs> boss, saying you know
5: that they would have to throw it away? Uh, to be honest, um, listen to Michael Beale there, Paul. He summed it up absolutely perfectly. Um, Celtic have got such a lead that it is they can only throw it away. Michael Beale's right out with the the Celtic Rangers games. It seems unlikely that Celtic will drop. Um, any points, and in terms of his own uh, assessment, 14 wins and a draw from 15 games. I mean that that's title-winning form. Uh, unfortunately, for Michael Beale, he inherited a team that was nine points uh, behind. It remains nine points, probably ten if you look at the goal difference. But it just shows you how strong Celtic are. And, and, it, and it, again, it will not they won't be aware of it. he will be very aware of it. But it hammers home the message to Michael Beale and to Rangers and the club and the supporters. How consistent they would have to be to become champions um next season, the level of player that they need to try and bring in uh in the summer. Um but if Rangers can do that, if they can strengthen the squad, which you'd expect them to do, you'd also expect Celtic to strengthen. It means that we're, you know, we're in line for a fantastic title race um next season. But um first things first, tomorrow, cracking game. I think now because of the situation with the with the, the supporters and how it works, I think home the home team has a massive advantage now Paul I I, I don't know if Barry agrees but I think now the way this uh, has gone absolutely massive to have 60,000 Celtic fans inside Parkhead tomorrow
3: Barry is it a massive advantage then for Celtic?
4: Um, yeah yeah of course but you, as a as a Rangers player getting off that bus uh, you need to switch off uh, from that and and the, the kind of mindset i believe this Rangers team need tomorrow at half 12 going into the game is they need to try and silence the the Celtic support as quickly as possible and that mean and that's going to be difficult Paul but that means um, trying to get a foothold as early as possible making sure you don't give any space to the dangerous Celtic players that they're coming up against, um, so yep they know. Listen, they're not going. It's not going to be a surprise that they, they know that there's sure. going yeah. to be th- uh, 62,000 Celtic fans. They know the way that Celtic are going to start the game. They know the way that Celtic are going to play the game, so they shouldn't be in for a, a, a shock. And I would imagine this week they'd have been working on um, a series of, of, of different things to try and stop um, Celtic. Because one thing about Celtic is they move the ball very quickly they're a very good team but one thing they've got in abundance is energy and Rangers really need to match that and have they got that now with the inclusion, probably of Cantwell,
3: well, that is the
4: reason why I, yep. I've picked my team, and and the team that I've picked has got a fair bit of energy in it. And I, I think you've got to try and match that. Um, and if you match that, I think you've got a real chance. I mean, you've got to have a bit of quality within mm. that that energy, no doubt about yep. it. But you you've got to um, you've got to have players that have got legs that can get about the pitch. Um, and, and that's the reason why I've went with that starting eleven. Look, I may be totally yep. wrong, but. That's my, my team I would go for um, in tomorrow's game. And the question for Celtic will be who replaces Hatati? Who is it going to be? And there
3: is there's speculation about Greg Taylor. He may well be fit. Um, it was a dead leg last weekend when he came off, Mark. But who do you think is going to come in? Is Awata, for example, going to be in? If
5: Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, I think O'Reilly's a player that's more in the front foot yep. uh, compared to Awata. Uh, so, look... The, the, the manager of what we know is it, it's it's McGregor and Moy and then it's one other. so who best compliments McGregor mm. uh, and, and Moy is it Awata is it O'Reilly is it Haxabanovich is it Tumble so there, there, there's one of four um, there and it's four very good options you can see there, there, there's a weak link in there Awata top player but doesn't have the the old yeah. firm experience I, I, I don't think there would be any problem with him uh, handling it I think he would take it any stride O'Reilly um, has been there and done yeah. it, has been significant in old firm games in the past 14-15 months. Um and Haksabanovic has scored a couple of cracking goals recently, very composed, um, links a game well. Um I think it'd be a Reilly, Paul. I, yeah. I, I just go with it. I think O'Reilly would get the nod to play in beside Moy and McGregor That'd be your midfield three
4: Barry, you are nodding. Would you agree? Yeah I, yeah. I think that's what it's got that's the midfield three for for Celtic. I, I think listen um a bit of experience of this game comes into the, the manager's uh, thought process, no doubt about it. I really has produced the goods in all firm games be, before. Um, look, he's not had as good a season as he did have last season, but he's still got um, the good qualities um, that he possesses. So I think that that's our race certainty. That would be the Celtic midfield three. And if there's no Greg Taylor, uh, do you think Burnaby is going to play and
3: have to play? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, How do you just, feel like about that is, yeah, like for, like for? Yeah, like for like, yeah, square sc- the ball, natural left-sided yeah. uh, player. I think he's that's He's not what Greg or, Taylor. No, he's not Greg Taylor, and that's a, a huge compliment um, to Greg Taylor. But I think if you, if, um, if um, Ange Postacoglu had to reflect on it was when he had to make the the change when Taylor came off at Ibrox and he, he put Juranovic out to, mm-hmm. to to left back, and I think that was a problem um, for Celtic. So there's probably been been a lesson uh, learned there. So just go. Just go, you know. a like for like. Um, yes, it's not the same quality, but he's a natural left-sided uh, defender.
3: Ash
6: Postecoglou today was asked about one of his many successes, Alistair Johnson. Yeah, ultimately, it's, but it's down to the play. You know, the, Alistair's come in, and you know he's he knows. You know, he's coming in mid-season to a team that's that's going well, and he knows that he's going to have to perform really well to to make an impact and he wants to make an impact. You know, He, he wants to take this opportunity and he's, he's done awfully well for us. Um, particularly at the time obviously with, with Tony uh, Ralston being injured as well. So um, he, he's fit in really well. And as have all the new boys, um, you know, Yuki, Tomoki, uh, Big O, I think all the boys have, have settled in well. So I think it's a combination of all those factors.
3: It's going to be fascinating. What's going to happen tomorrow? We're on here, Barry, from twelve. So on the way into the game, tune into the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, and it's Barry Ferguson and Big John Hartson, who's promised to bring in the cakes.
4: Don't know if you want cake. sausage rolls tomorrow or pies. They'll be here. Yeah, but yeah. listen, I'm I'm pretty easy. Listen, yeah. I would rather a, a pie, but if Big John's bringing the cakes okay. in, there's no chance of getting one, is there? Really? Let's oh, be honest. Steady.
3: He'll be he's the birthday boy, of course. Just a few days ago, obviously the headline there at five, Hatati. I mean, he's a guy that's you know we didn't know anything about him, did we? Just over a year ago, he'd hardly come into football relatively late. He's been phenomenal.
4: Yeah. I, I get yeah, he has. I, I get where Mark's coming from, but I I think he's going to be a major miss. I, I right. do I, I think he's the pl- what, what did Celtic sign him for £1.8 million pounds, yeah. roughly yeah. about yeah, that. he's here. somebody they, uh, if he continues the way that he's played um, since he signed with Celtic he's he's going to go for crazy money mm-hmm. I, I think um, he's got all the, the things he would want from a midfielder he can get about the pitch he's got a really good passing range he's now added goals to his game he's got um, a bit of aggression um, so I, I think Celtic will miss him back page of the record today Celts aren't the unbeatable superpower folk think
3: they are I'm not sure if those were your words is that the I'm, sub the subs that did that I'm just good talking to Rangers players yeah. read that <laughs> yeah. Mark would you put that up in the Celtic dressing room there he is Barry Ferguson Rangers legend but that's he, the way yeah. you've got to go because a lot of people exactly. are, are, yeah.
4: are listen I, yeah. if you read it I'm very respectful of, of how Ange Postacoglu has done in the way Celtic play I think they're a very good team very good players but anybody's beatable and if you go into that game, and think, "Oh, I'm coming up against the best here." Yeah, you've got no chance. There's yeah. no point yep. in turning up. So Rangers need to have the mentality it, they can go to Celtic Park and take the game. Listen, it's going to be tough. I'm not getting away for that. It's going to be tough. Celtic are in real good form, but so are Rangers in real I'll good go form. Go, yep, yeah. fourteen, fourteen
5: wins and and a draw, Paul, in the league. And I think as well, look, when the whistle goes, I, I, I don't think it makes that much a difference, but certainly. If you think back to the build-up to the cup final, um, Rangers in many ways are their own worst enemies. How yeah. they handled the media, the, the, the spotlight that they brought on themselves unnecessarily and the manager, you know, picking arguments with or getting involved yeah. in arguments with Chris Sutton, what fashion Sakala said. It was wrong. The build-up was 100% wrong and it fired up Celtic. They kept their counsel. Then when they won the game, they said, yeah, we did. We didn't like Rangers' comments and, and, and we used that as part of our, our motivation. Rangers have had a camera proper build up to know from the way it should be so I don't think that will do them any harm and also basically as Barry said if you're a Rangers player you've lost the cup final you've not beaten them in nearly a year yeah. a year this month the last time so last time that Pat Ked it, it was 4-0 I think Giovanni yeah. Van Bronck has got his team wrong starting for the goalkeeping situation John McLaughlin sure. should never have been playing however and Celtic were brilliant yeah and Celtic were brilliant yeah. however James Tavernier and Michael Beale and all the rest of them should be thinking want to come out of this game tomorrow on the back of another defeat we don't want to be handing Celtic the tip. we want to make Celtic work as long as he can to become champions and the way to do that is by winning tomorrow and for Michael Beale, it shows that I can win a game against Celtic I deserve to be Rangers man because you need to beat Celtic yep. to be a champion and he needs to go and show that, that tomorrow
4: Yeah. Uh, I mean I have said it's plenty of times with these games games are won and lost with the midfield and, yeah. and listen they're, they're two key areas for both Celtic and Rangers but there's a, there's a couple of areas as well. The fullback areas for Rangers. It's going to be Jota and Maeda for me. There's no doubt about that now. We are bad, have been out. Yep. They need to make sure they force them back. Sure. They can't give they to any space. Because um, in previous games, if you look back, that's where Celtic have really hurt Rangers. Um, From the kick-off, they yep, just and, go at And I'm yep. sure they've watched back videos and they would have been doing um, team shape on... When Jota, when Maeda received the ball, they are right up against them and forced them back the way. Big Celtic fan on the line. Regan. Regan, good evening. Uh, Uh, Thank you
3: for having me on. No problem. Good to hear you. What's your point tonight? What do you want to say to the guys and to the nation?
8: I just think that Real is going to be a big miss. And I'm not... I'm not... um, Too confident, but... Yeah, I think... um, I'm looking forward to seeing Moy uh, tomorrow because I think Moy is going to play a big, big role for Celtic tomorrow and I just want to get the mm-hmm. uh, the Powell's thoughts on ant you mm-hmm. do, do do you think he'll go with o- Wata, who played okay last week? Yeah. Or do you think he'll go with the tried and tested, Matt O'Reilly? who's played in these
4: games
3: sure. so just when you came on there Rick and I asked them the same question and, and you're both I think going with O'Reilly
4: yeah uh, I, I yeah. think it'll be O'Reilly a, a look I've done well um, yeah. last week um, look, uh, he's very tidy there, there's no doubt about it he keeps the ball um, but I think Callum McGregor will slot into that position I know Callum McGregor played further forward I think you take a wee bit away for Celtic when he leaves that kind of Pivot in the middle of the the, the the pitch. So for me, it'll be Moy, uh, Callum McGregor, and O'Reilly. Um, I think you'll go with experience in these games. He knows what he's going to be coming in against um, O'Reilly. Yeah. So that'll be the the three central
6: midfielders for Celtic. Here's a wee bit more from your manager. You know, you, you're expecting a you know a tough game. They're you know they're a very good side, and uh, it's a big game. And you know, in all big games, there's always yeah you know, there's a bit of an edge to them, and also. You know, both teams are going to have their moments. I don't think it's going to be any different tomorrow. And, uh, you know, looking forward to it. It's, uh, you know, these are, these are the games, you know, particularly at home with all our support there. It should be a cracking atmosphere. And um, as I said, uh, players and everyone involved are looking forward to the contest. They've been unstoppable, haven't they, Mark? I know in the mm-hmm. first 10
3: 10-15 minutes we've been talking about Hatati being out mm-hmm. um, and Abada as well. And of course, he loves this fixture, mm-hmm. but Celtic have got a lot of uh, confidence as well, unbeaten.
5: Yeah, Celtic have every right to in feeling confident. Mm-hmm. You know, as Ange coggle said there, he summed it up again. Just like Michael Beale did, you know, very, very well. Celtic are the favourites, so home support. Um, but Rangers will have their moments. But so will Celtic. You know, Celtic will. Yeah. Uh, I'd expect they'll have yeah. more moments than what Rangers have yet. Yeah, uh, a bad are missing too a bad has terrorised um, uh, Barisic you know several times uh, in the past year or so but it's about the players who play tomorrow and uh, I think O'Reilly will get the nod but it's it's about what the manager think are combinations that that, that, that A in a positive sense for Celtic and B about you know how best to nullify because Barisic says most of those games who's, who controls the engine room so who does he well. think is also best to, to nullify whatever threat he thinks it that Rangers will pose um, in that area but I think Celtic really good options middle to front Barry says the energy so that's first and foremost if Rangers are to have any chance tomorrow they must match the energy levels but use their energy wisely um, but Celtic tend to be very clinical particularly Parkhead against Rangers in recent times they will create chances and if uh, Kyogo's on it you know Moy's back and I think if memory serves me correctly Moy was in the match in the League Cup final I think oh, he, he was absolutely done. terrific the way he linked the game the way he got involved middle to front um, so a lot of positives for Celtic and I, 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 of course Hitati, a player of that quality will, will be a miss but I think Celtic have got enough in the squad not to miss him so much as it doesn't mean they won't win the game Reagan, are you going to the match? Uh,
8: Paul you'll yeah. be at Celtic Park yeah. you will be um, here. and oh, what's, oh.
3: The, what's the scoreline? what is going to happen? I know you're a bit worried about Hitati, but what do you feel? I
8: um, See this is a question I want to ask Barry because for me it comes down to what attitude Rangers have to the game, right? Mm-hmm. Because see the last two old for the, the two old from games at Celtic Park, mm-hmm. the Rangers have set off Celtic. I think if yeah. I think if Rangers set off Celtic, it, it could be four 0 four, 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 uh, yeah. F- four nil again. Yeah.
4: Barry, or, what do you think? Are Rangers going yeah, to yeah. I agree with you yeah. again? I think they've got to go up against them. I think if you, you sit off Celtic and let them dominate the ball, they move you about, they move you about yeah. really quickly um, and then that, that obviously takes a fair bit of energy out of you when you're chasing the ball side to side, which Celtic do really well because Celtic don't tend to force a lot of passes. They keep it moving uh, continuously um, for four, five, six minutes. So for me, if I'm going into this game tomorrow, I, I think Rangers game plan will get up against them. let like the midfield three, I think, if it's Tillman that's playing in that forward role, he'll be glued to Callum McGregor. And if it's Raskin and Ryan Jack, who I think it'll be, I think they'll be glued to um, Moy and O'Reilly. And then, obviously, I've, I spoke about the 2 fullbacks yep. uh, before. I've watched previous old Firm games, and they give them too much space. You yep. can't allow yep, them. Yep. You can't allow the Celtic wide players. Jota, away. His trickery, he can go on the inside, he can go on the outside. Tavernier, as soon as he receives that ball, he needs to be breathing down his neck. Forced them back way in the same way Barisic way, made Mark, I know you were on the coast, the west coast of Scotland, for a few days, relaxing. Barry was on
3: fire on Wednesday night. And he was giving it, I don't know if you heard it then, or, or back on the radio here. He was saying, Right, get on to Kyogo, get through him, do this, do that. It was great stuff. Um, I enjoyed it. But you enjoy it, Reagan. Sorry, Reagan, sorry, just yep.
5: to, uh, who's your centre forward tomorrow? Sakala. 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 So yeah, no Morelos. I think he I needs to watch go no.
4: s- something different, Mark. And spoke so about sorry, this. so Kent, Sakala, so. and Cantwell. Cantwell, yeah. right. Yep. Raskin, Jack, Tillman, ah, and usual back four, usual back four and, and uh, Alan McGregor and John McLaughlin. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Very good. Uh, Regan, what is your scoreline
3: tomorrow? Are you going to be celebrating the title at, uh, well, what, be 2.15 tomorrow?
8: Yeah, I think, still so it will be. Um, I don't know, probably, I think yeah. it depends who starts the game, though. Yeah. Like I said, the Rangers started yeah. a, a bit lags like days ago, I the way they did the under Gio Van Broers, then yep. I can see Celtic winning by four goals to nil but if it's if it, I think if Michael Biel yep. does set of the well i will probably say 2-2 two, two.
3: Right, 2-2 two, two. Thanks Regan going to go to the break some people came on last night at Celtic for him on. he said I'm a bit nervous about it so I said okay what's the scoreline you obviously think it's going to be tight he said 3-0 Celtic <laughs> <laughs> who knows <laughs> yeah
4: nervous 3-0 yeah. Also,
3: brilliant. <laughs> 08, 08 17 17 700 Reagan enjoy it tomorrow you can call Matt Guidi and Barry Ferguson that's coming next
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors book your service MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go
3: Thanks Chris, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney and Mark Weedy Lots of your calls coming in ahead of the big game One sleep to go, we can't wait for <laughs> it We'll be we'll be on here from 12 as you head to the game What about the weather tonight, Barry? This is f- brilliant weather for football Sun's yeah, out in Glasgow Yeah, hopefully
4: yeah. it's the, the same tomorrow yeah. The pitch gets watered There's um, a bit of grease on top You, you can't beat a surface like that um, But there's mm-hmm. weather Where's last Scotland? What 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 a country it is. Where else would you go? How was Spain, Mark? Was it did you enjoy
5: wherever you were? It was it what, no, I was whatever, in, yeah. in Spain. Oh, de- excellent. De- 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 delighted to be back. You see? Yeah, you've got a wee tan there. A wee <laughs> shine. One of the advantages of being bald. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> was, was a good ball colour on the great, isn't it? It was Get, lovely four nights it. away. It was lovely. Paul it. Wee break in the in the Spanish sunshine.
3: Fantastic. Brilliant. Mark is back for the big one tomorrow. We're looking forward to Hey, there's a big one in Glasgow tonight as well. It's the other Derby. 745, Partick Thistle against top of the table only just Queen's Park
5: uh, what a what a race that's turning yeah. out to be yeah. absolutely brilliant you know a few teams hanging in there Queen's Park back to back defeats which we probably nobody could see coming so it's up to only Cott to get it going but Chris Doolan's getting Partick Thistle going and at the bottom of the table as well uh, Hamilton Cove Rangers tomorrow yeah. what mm-hmm. a game that is Cove Rangers now at the bottom which probably couldn't see coming either. So it's a really, really good league of the championship. Really good.
4: It's a, it's a crazy league. We were speaking about it on yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. At the weekend, Dundee beat Hamilton Ackies 2-0. Wraith Rovers beat Queen's Park 2-0 at Wraith. Ackies go there on Tuesday night and beat Wraith Rovers yeah. 2-1. What's it's a result. Right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy league. Um, But yeah, I would have liked to have went and seen that. Ackies against Cove, but some is... I've got to work, can't I? <laughs> Indeed, you're here. And of
3: course, a quick word, your boys playing this afternoon, of course, a full card in England down the division. Yeah, they play Friday, Belgium. Monday down yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. Good uh, result today, bad yeah, start.
4: Yeah, they were 2-0 down, get um, man sent off, but come back and get a point against Oldham. Um, Gosh, Oldham as well, who were... Yeah, listen, yeah. there's some massive clubs yeah. that in that uh, conference. Um, and, and the crowds, like, I've spoke about it before, some of the crowds they get as well are, 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 are crazy. And it's a good league, a lot of good players in that ball. Well done, Scotland's women.
3: This afternoon in London, it was a, a home game for Australia who play over here for the friendly 1 0. And it was Nicola Doherty who scored a, a great goal for Scotland.
5: Yeah, I mean, they've spoken about just trying to keep things going, get the momentum, get some victories. Yeah, it was just a friendly poll, um, but still important. You know, they all count. You know, it just points towards the getting things ready for the competitive action And good on Nicola Doherty. Man United, Bayern, and Barcelona are in a
3: three way battle for. Jeremy Frimpong. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, I mean, no, no, So there's 30% of the fee could go to Celtic. This could be a huge
5: amount of money. It, it could be. I think they're talking in excess of 40 million. Oh. Um, Paul, so, that's 12 million. Yeah. So if Celtic are on, you know, that that kind of money, <laughs> I mean, that's like selling a a, a, a first team star. Um, so you know, good good bit of business in terms of the 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 sale on. It's not done yet, but when clubs of that calibre are in. For you, you tend to find that a deal will happen. Where he ends up, who knows, but he, he certainly won't go in the cheap lever because he'll get top dollar for him.
3: And Barry and the Scottish Sun, they're saying that Rangers are one of a number of top European clubs who've sent scouts to the MLS to watch the United States and Cincinnati striker, six foot two, Brandon
4: Vasquez. He scored 18 goals in 32 games. Well, we should be looking at every single market hmm. available uh, to them. Yeah. Um, and listen there's some good players over there mm-hmm. MLS but we'll just look at Alistair Johnson Yeah. what a find um, yeah, again I only knew about him when you watched him in the World Cup for Canada did, didn't see too much of him but I've got a bonus with you since he signed myself Celtic he's been um, he's been a, a, a very very good signing so yeah but I expect a busy summer from Rangers um, and they'll be trawling all, all the markets because there's listen you don't need to go and spend huge amounts um, there's good players for, for good value out there so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing um, what types it's all about bringing good players in mm. but listen they, they need to be mentally strong as well when you play with the, with the old firm you have to be mentally
3: strong you know for the Rangers players tomorrow up against you're not playing against the fans but there's 60,000 there and
4: it'll be the same for Rangers uh, in four but or well, five Paul, weeks time you know I, I would yeah. say uh, go and embrace that Yeah, mm-hmm. embrace, it'll be hostile mm-hmm. but as a young kid, that's what you want to play. You want to play in games like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what it'll be because yeah. the Celtic fans will be singing um, and getting behind their team. And when that roar goes at the kick-off, that should make you even more determined to try and get something out of the game. Let's hear some more from Michael Beale. then. What lessons
3: has he learned from the games with Celtic this season? Well,
7: both games, since I came back in, uh, in the derby, we've started slow in both. have improved after half-time, but certainly need to make sure that we, we start this game well, that we're strong uh, defensively, and we carry a big threat going forward with our key players. I think that's that's the, the 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 importance of any big game that you stay strong in your structure, but also you you at the right times you go and play and. And express yourself, and we'll pick a team to go and win the game. Nicholas Raskin's fit and has trained all week, so he's got three or four training sessions behind him, so there's no issues there with Nico.
3: Mark, that is big for Rangers, it seems to be with Raskin, Cantwell. But what about Raskin? You're looking forward to seeing him? He's what, only 2021?
5: Yeah, um, and you know, again, you know, Michael Beale was heavily criticised. Um, Ranger supporters, different people in the, in the media, the pundits, for not starting with Raskin particularly, and even Cantwell uh, in the Cup final. Um, so again, that's the things that, that that Michael Beale will have learned. That um, you know, as soon as you lose to Celtic, every everything is under the microscope. There's no stone left unturned. So I, I'd be flabbergasted if Nico Raskin doesn't start tomorrow, and beside um, Ryan Jack uh, for sure. Um, and then you, you take it for there. And look, if you had a Rangers player tomorrow, balls, as Barry said, and I've said. All along, there's got to be a, a belief within the Rangers camp that actually the gap's only three points because you've got Celtic twice and you've got to go and beat them. Um, and you should not be scared in any shape or form of running out that tunnel in front of 60,000 fans. Of course, be respectful to Celtic, they're not the champions for nothing, they've only lost one game in 18 months domestically or whatever it is, so they're a top, top side. But if you're at Rangers, you've got to believe that you go, you've got to be defiant, you've got to be confident. And you've got to go and show your, your your ability, both mentally and with the ball at your feet. Be confident, get your v passes in first, mm. get a feel for the ball. And likewise, if you're Celtic, what Celtic, all Celtic need to do, I kind of think, is just be themselves. Just be themselves. And if Celtic are themselves, and don't get caught up in anything, you know, be calm and be focused like they usually are Under their hand. You would expect Celtic to win the game, but you can never take anything for granted. This is not a Rangers team... That's coming in, and in the, yeah, they've not beat Celtic in four games, but they're not coming in, in the back of a bad run, whether they're dropping points to Ross County or Motherwell or, or whoever it may be. They're coming in the back of 14 wins and a draw. But this is the big test. Yeah. If you want to be a champion, these are the kind of games that you've got to
4: win. And another thing, mm-hmm. Rangers need to be <coughs> sorry switched on every single second because you know, free kicks, Celtic take them quickly, throw ins, bang, the ball boys, ball girls are throwing it. Yeah. When the, ball, the ball's not even out at times. Yeah, it's, in, right. it's in the Celtic uh, players' yeah. hands. Yeah, and and you've got to be aware of that. Don't turn your back, switch on every single second because Rangers have been guilty of that a few times and I'm sure that's something that, that Michael Beal and the coaching staff and the players probably spoke about this week. Um, it's important because that's one Celt- uh, One thing Celtic do do pretty well is um, they, they don't let the, the game stop very long, bang, touch the ball, away it goes. And
3: Mark, we heard Barry saying Rangers have to impose themselves, they can't stand off Celtic and the manager. Michael Beale was asked about this today, how are they actually going to do it?
7: Well, if you look at the majority of the games we play, we're a possession-based team, So it's important that we take the ball and we stay with it and we get our attacking players on the ball, whether that's Todd, Malik, uh, Ryan breaking from midfield it's important that those guys go and, and, and show their quality and if we get moments we have to execute and we had big moments at Ibrox we had big moments at Hamden as well and we didn't execute and ultimately it comes down to the boxes uh, you'd like to be dominant in between them but big games are won in the two penalty boxes and and the games are always tight and, and are always generally uh, won and lost in, in moments, whether that's off a set play or a moment of brilliance, they generally are won in the final third. It's important that our big players step up tomorrow.
3: And James Tavenier has also been speaking. Mark, do you want to come in there on that?
5: Sorry. No, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm happy to listen to James Tavenier if
3: let, you want. Yeah. Let, let's hear him talking about starting strong, which is what he's been saying. They can't hang around.
9: No, we always want to start the game strong no matter who we play, no matter what a position it is. We always want to start the game strong. You know, as a defensive line or the actual team, we obviously don't want to concede any goals in any game. So, we know they'll have threats, but we've been in really good form at the back and we obviously want to, to continue that. Going into tomorrow, we obviously want to keep the door shut.
5: Mark? Yeah, you know, for, for, for James Tavernier as well as as, as captain, you know, he's got to be a leader. He's got to help instill that mentality. That's a, a big, big word for tomorrow uh, for Rangers. And the opposite... Side, he's got Callum McGregor, who's been a captain for 15 months and, and led the team to three major trophies in 15 months. So he's shown his, his qualities. Callum McGregor, I uh, used, you know, calm and focused. I think he epitomises everything that Ange wants on the field. You know, he uses his captain to, to transmit the message that, that's required in possession, out of possession mentality We just keeping things calm, keeping the players taking over, knowing their jobs, reminding them of their jobs. I think Callum McGregor uh, is a captain that every manager would dream um of having. Very similar to what to what Walter and Alan McLeish mm-hmm. had, or sort of a dick advocat yep. with, with with Barry. Yep. And I think Callum McGregor's got and that's a massive compliment to pay uh, Callum McGregor. So James Tavernier is Rangers captain tomorrow. He's got to be but there. He has got to lead. By example and show the way, and he can be an important player in that right back, first and foremost, defensively, whether it's Maida or Jota, kill, nullify your opponent, mm. and then go over the halfway line, try and link the play, yeah. get in there, get his cross balls. He's got a fantastic uh, delivery, but he has to lead the way, as Callum McGregor will do for Celtic. And it's huge for him, Tavenier,
3: isn't it? Because he's so good going forward. Yeah. If that's a criticism, it can be defending, well, is not.
5: If, if you look at Celtics goals in the cup final, yep. the, um, both coming from down that side, Maida and, and Moy. Whoever it was Greg Taylor who was linked up, but both. And I'm not saying that they've identified because you could equally point to Barry. Such a lot of goals we consider as Barry says in the wings, you know, a lot, a lot of the time. But Ta- James Tavernier needs to be a captain like never before for Rangers tomorrow if Rangers are to get any success. Because you're up against this man,
3: Callum McGregor.
10: It certainly strengthens um, our position. You know, we're sort of running out of games now, obviously. Our focus is, is, as always, to try and play our best game of the season when it comes next, and and this one is, is on Saturday, so we'll be we trying to do the absolute maximum to win the game, and if we do, then, of course, we understand what the, the consequence of that is. Um, it puts us another win closer to where we want to be. Um, so for us, that's the full focus, um, and, and like you said, after the game, we'll see where we are.
3: Barry, it's a huge day, stating the obvious, for the two captains.
10: Yeah, um,
4: listen to both of them. I, I think they understand um, what they're going into t- tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it because uh, you kind of know what's going to happen for the Celtic point of view, the way they're going to play, the personnel that's going to be on the pitch. I think the team picks itself. Um, obviously, Hitati's the only one yeah. that's missing. Now, for the Rangers' point of view, it'll be interesting to see um, what Michael Beale does. Um and what way he goes against Celtic because he has says in the past that he needs to come up with something different to try and get the, the better of, of Celtic. So tomorrow is going to be the example, uh, It's going to be the example, should I say, um, if he does make these changes um, in personnel and personnel in the team, that it's going to make a difference. Big day referee as well we hope we're not talking VAR and all the rest of it Mark but
3: the referee himself Kevin Clancy it's his chance to impose himself rather than all this noise I see they're going on about you know Andy and VAR and all the rest question I would ask is what was said because you know get it right there's too many people yeah. I don't it's, think it's been denied no exactly well Andy so said let, hasn't has been shot sure. down actually. So exactly we're getting deflected yeah. so from the secret main service, thing service you're not yeah. allowed you know anything yeah. Ex- exactly we're yeah. offered. and now everyone's reporting it oh listen Try and get it right. I know they're doing the best, but let them referee and, the game exactly. tomorrow.
5: Let them referee it, um, and don't be scared to overrule Yeah. If you feel it's the wrong call that Val's given you mm-hmm. guidance to go to the screen, if you want to, see, so actually, I see where you're coming from, but you know what? No, I don't agree with you. Right. Don't be afraid to. Don't be afraid to do it. Don't let, let's kill the old pals act and, he's and an actually referee the game. He's an
4: experienced referee. Yes, he's Kevin a good referee. I think yep. Kevin Clancy yep.
5: is a good uh, referee. I think you know from. Uh, from memory, the, the cup final, there, there was really, a passed without incident in terms of VAR, yeah. it was, was it Nick Walsh, it was
2: in yep, Charles, that's right. it was and it, was. it yeah, passed it without was, incident, well. so credit yeah. to
5: Nick Walsh and his team, that day, and let's hope tomorrow, so they say, look, I think i have said many times, what we can realise, now, is, when Celtic and Rangers meet, it's about football, of course there'll be a bit of controversy, yeah. there'll be decisions yeah. for the FA, but they're not going to kick lumps at each other, they're not coming not to do each other off the ball, they're actually focusing and trying to win the game
4: um, yeah. through playing it's football, football that's a credit teams. to both teams Yep, yeah, there is going to be a a, a missed tackle or somebody coming in and misjudging a header and maybe a, a wee elbow in the back of the, the neck and, and whatever but I think Kevin Clancy will realise that there's a lot lying on the game mm. um, and I think he's got the experience to, to realise that and I hope he's allowed to go and referee himself and Hopefully VAR doesn't get in, involved. OK, if you want to speak to Barry and Mark, you know the number 0808 08 17 17
3: 700 or you can join the conversation at Go Football Show.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's
3: go! Huge weekend coming up, starts tonight. Partick Thistle against Queen's Park at fair Hill. and then cinch premiership tomorrow 12.30, we're on Fair. On air from 12, it's Celtic against Rangers, of course, at Celtic Park. Then at three o'clock, Aberdeen against Kilmarnock. Killy looking to sort of bend that bad away record to do something against the Dons who really are on fire and chasing that third spot. Hearts, they want to get back on the rails after... A terrible march. They're up against St Mirren. And what about the Saints? Great win last weekend. Three goals at Livy. Motherwell rejuvenated as well against Livingston and St Johnson against Ross County. Ross County desperate to get points at uh, Perth and then on Sunday at 12 o'clock Easter Sunday Dundee United against Hibs some weekend for football great chat there from Barry at uh, during the break just about some of the things that
4: go on at football oh, games brilliant.
3: people trying to wind you up we're hearing about somebody trying to wind up a yeah, player obviously
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, my on. son's yeah. trying to phone me but I've obviously told him I'm on radio after his game and he was I, just, yeah. I watched the first half yeah. listened to the second half um, just on there Yep. Uh, the radio the, state yeah, there's, yep. there's a wee like kind of Twitter feed thing, yeah. um, that Great chat. I've got, and uh, he was just saying, Um, how was the game? I was saying, How was the game? Yeah. blah blah blah. He was having a ding dong with their center forward, and then the center forward <laughs> <laughs> was trying to cash him off, yeah, things like that.
3: In other words, because he's in a bigger club, getting uh, more money, yeah, and all the rest. I love- so can I tell you the guy gets in his car it's not a car you would get at Macklin Motors I can
4: assure you he gets in this clapped out thing the striker well, right, drives away as, uh, I don't know why people need feel they need to, know, to do that during the game just yeah. go on with the game have a bit of ding dong try and win it for your team but he came out with stuff like that. Know. He deserves it. You get whipped off after sixty minutes anyway. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and young Ferguson gets into the seventy-two plate uh,
3: premium car, Mark. It's one day you and I, you know, we'll get I'll, one one day. I don't. Yeah. Think I, I
5: don't think oh. I'll ever get a chauffeur, Paul. You know, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I the big man good.
4: over there, the big four-by-four right. uh, then. Leather, uh, leather seats <laughs> How's the Masters going for you, Barry? So far what do you think yeah I watched a bit of it last yeah. night um, Ma- McIlroy I know never had a good day uh, yesterday he was level par and I've just noticed he's he's four over um, so yeah. he's not having a good time today either so he could miss the cut I think the cut's plus one or two okay um, and he was one of the favourites going into it because his but, form's yeah. been unbelievable but he's been poor at the start of tournaments in the last year I know it's the
3: start of the season but that's been his problem finished so yeah. strong last year well we'll find out over the weekend there's so much football on as well we mentioned the games there this weekend we've got uh, more calls coming in 08, 08 17 17 700 and more to hear from the manager so if you're just tuning in for Celtic Real Hattati is out the manager also announced that James Forrest is out but he hasn't played for ages and so too Lil Abada mm. and for Rangers Nicola Raskin is in so uh, I don't think he was really a doubt but he's definitely fit he's trained yeah. all week let's hear from Aj Postacoglu with the team update you heard earlier on he's speaking about the no away fans is it going
6: to play a part what does he feel I, I don't know I mean it's um, obviously we haven't had that many in sort of when we have in, in recent times so you know I'm not really sure how much of an impact you know they, that has what but what I do know is that at our place, the atmosphere will be will be fantastic. You know, um, the games we've had there, um, you know, have been really good contests in terms of the atmosphere created by our supporters, the energy created by our supporters has just added to the spectacle, I think. And um, yeah, looking forward to experiencing that again tomorrow.
3: In the other corner, Michael Beale was asked about no Rangers fans there.
7: Well, six or seven hundred is better than none, but it's still a small amount. So we have to get on and play the game. I would prefer in, in this game if there was some fans involved, like in, in any any stadium that you, you want to take your travelling fans but at the same time the decision has been made now so we just move forward, it will be the same for Celtic when they come to Ibrox um, for, for the return league fixture.
3: We haven't mentioned yet uh, the striker, Celtic's top striker, 26 goals in all competitions this season, his captain paid tribute to him yesterday.
10: Yeah, he's always so important for us, um, you know, he plays a really vital role in the team and in terms of being the, the central striker to be in the box and, and finish off the chances that we get. Um, like I said, always good for him to get his first sort of derby goal and then backs it up in the in the cup final. So he'll be feeling good about himself, um, as is everyone else, to be honest, we're in a good place. So, you know, come Saturday, we've done the preparation and, and we have to be ready to show up and put on a performance. And
4: Barry, he's such a special player and he's so hard to pin down. Okay, we'll go yeah I mean what a capture he's he's been you just mentioned there 26 goals excellent movement um, and the biggest compliment I can pay him is he's a proper team player Mm -hmm. he works so hard for the team you you see him chases down lost causes um, every single game Um, yep been an excellent signing for £4 million I think it was um, and he's what age is he Mm 26-27 years of age um, yep he's he's um. He's definitely a top class centre forward and his his numbers speak for itself
5: I I think his anticipation Paul his positional sense you know you look at one of the goals in the, the cup finals it the first goal and he just managed to have picked that wee pocket yep. just peeled a wee bit at the angle the ball comes across the box and uh, and there he is and, and as Barry said I think back to that game against St Mirren Uh, When he chased down a a, a pass back and forced the error from the centre half, who gets a straight um, red. So, yeah, you know, there's no doubt he's been sensational for four million pounds. But for me, the man who speaking about him, the captain Callum McGregor, right now, uh, um, I'd vote for him as player of the year. Uh, Right. Yeah. Even though he he missed that wee spell for five or six weeks, but I just think as a as a and I take it when I'm voting take it all into account your ability your leadership how you conduct yourself off the park um, as well and I think Callum McGregor um, a lot of contenders but I think Callum McGregor for me is a player of the year right now what well, he's done for Celtic and Scotland
4: again this year Scotland Barry as well, would yeah. you want to have a view just now yeah he's year? got to be up there because the one thing I've always said about Callum McGregor it's his level of consistency um, every single game he's a 7 stroke 8 out of, mm. out of 10 um, and I think he's grew over the last couple of years um, No doubt about it And if, I think if you take him out of the team and Mark was, was saying when he did come out Celtic actually coped not too bad with it um, But listen, he, he's he's so important I think Celtic without Callum McGregor would be a far weaker team I saw a bit in the paper today for the, the annual book day That a young lad at school turned up
3: with a mask on uh, Like Callum McGregor And he had his autobiography there Which was was good, you know, it's unusual seeing the football players being mentioned in this Booker Prize.
6: The manager was asked a question today, um, what does it mean tomorrow if you win? It'll be exactly three points, mate. Um, So, and, you know, I think without being flippant about it, um, you obviously, we're we're playing against a team that's closest to us. So, you know, if we win the game, it it furthers that distance. As you said, games are running out, we understand that. And uh, so it could have a major impact in terms of, Um, the end of the season. But ultimately though, nothing gets decided on on the weekend, you know, and the players uh, understand that, um, you know, they're they're really good at sort of focusing on on what's before us right now. And and what's before us is we're playing a team that's, you know, second on the table, the closest to us, and we have an opportunity to extend our lead at the top. But irrespective of what the outcome is, you know, we've still got to front up the following week and, and make sure we perform well again. Barry, if it goes to 12 points tomorrow,
4: what would you say? Uh, it's over. But, but that's for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that, listen, I think Rangers know that. Yep. They, they need to go and win the game and, and try and put a spanner in the works and see how to see how Celtic may react. Now, Celtic may react the following week if they do suffer a defeat tomorrow and go an absolute batter whoever they're, they're coming up against. But you need to see... Need to um, go and, and make sure you you put that added bit of pressure on and, and see where it where it takes them. Um, it's going to be a big ask for Rangers. I think every single one that's going to be starting the game need to bring their A game. No no doubt about it. So it's a big task in front of Rangers tomorrow. But listen, to play at Rangers, you mm. come up against these things every single week, every single game. You're expected to to win, and especially these ones. Um. They need to go and, and show that the gaps not as big as so many people um, believe it is. You thrived on that, you know. The challenge, sixty thousand there, a yeah. team
3: that are undefeated at home, well, all season. No, there was, we had seven and a half. 8, oh, I know. No, yeah, yeah know. That, that was
4: the way it should not be. Um, and I Actually, I <laughs> listened to an interview yesterday with with Callum McGregor, and he was speaking about it, and he says the same thing. Um, and I think again, I'll go back to it, and I keep repeating myself. Ask any. Ex old firm player, or current player who's played when it's been uh, the seven or eight thousand fans um, at Ibrox or, or Parkhead, that's the way it should be. And they've got to try and find a way to get it back to that way. But I haven't been honest with you, I don't think it will happen for a, a while. Really? Which, which is quite sad. Not for next season? I, I can't see it. I can't see it. Are they tone deaf? Are they not listening? Miles
5: the... off, Paul. It's mad, it's miles it? off. It's not, it's not going to. It's not going to um, happen um, anytime soon. You know, it started with Dave King wanting um accommodate Ranger season ticket for get extra income in and that. So, look, you, you can see the point of view, but then that was a trigger for where we are um, now. Um, can you see it getting back to even three or four thousand getting in? How that would work with the police and stuff like that? No, and the starting point has to be a good working relationship between both clubs mm-hmm. at boardroom levels nothing Ange Postacoglu yeah. or Michael Beale, or Callum McGregor or James Tavernier can do about it it sure. needs to the start at, at the boardroom mm-hmm. and is there is a middle ground there for them to come together and say right I, I don't think there is you know I don't think there's I, I might be wrong but I think there's you know next to no uh, working relationship in getting that back together see
4: the previous what was it six or seven hundred that was a waste of time yeah. absolute waste of time absolutely
3: before the news, let's hear from both managers. Then Ange, first of all, what's
6: he expecting from in the game yeah, tomorrow? You're expecting a you know a tough game. They're you know they're a very good side, and uh, it's a big game. And you know in all big games, there's always you know, there's a bit of an edge to them. And also, you know, the, both teams are going to have their moments. I don't think it's going to be any different tomorrow. And uh, you know, looking forward to it. It's uh, you know these are these are the games. You know, particularly at home with all our support there, it should be cracking atmosphere and. Um, as I said, uh, players and everyone involved are looking forward to the contest.
7: Oh, it's things that we talk about. It's important that we, we start well tomorrow. We're going away from home and, and with no fans so the home crowd will be up and it's important that we start strong and we start winning the duels and we were too slow in both games. That's not the Rangers in this fixture that I remember uh, but it's the Rangers that, in this fixture that I've inherited and it's important that we that we show a different face for sure and I think that's common knowledge, that's nothing that, I'm not saying anything there that will surprise anyone, we have to start, uh, I mean, big games,
3: stronger. The cup semi-final mark is three weeks and Sunday, mm. is this like the league, does Celtic have to treat it, treat this like the league, the cup final for the title? You treat it as a one-off, because if they win it, it's 12 points. It's Aye, I mean,
5: I, I, I think, you know, and I'm not going to be, um, trying to be cliched here, Paul, but I think that Ange Postacoglu genuinely does have that mentality and has, Instilled that into his players, and you and you listen to the way Callum McGregor um, speaks, and actually the 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 results that they've had domestically over the past eighteen months actually back up that they do just take it one game at a time. Which, as again, you know, it might not be great for the media, for the fans, but actually internally, it's a fantastic thing to have, and and it's not an easy thing. Barry, will tell you, your mind can wander two or three weeks down the line, but no whether it's Rangers, whether it's Ross County, I mean, look at Celtic to, to, to dig in to yeah, get that sure. result, stoppage time goals in either half, et cetera, et cetera, last week. So no, it is about tomorrow, so don't worry about whether you think you're going to win the league by 8, 10, 12, 15, 20 points. Just go and win your next game. Your next game just so happens to be Rangers, a massive game in front of 60,000 of your own fans. Don't take anything for granted. If you do, you'll come a copper tomorrow because Rangers are a very good team and they're the one team that actually are capable of, of, of stopping Celtic, but I think that Celtic have that have that focus. Um, and if they win tomorrow, I think it's a it's a massive step towards the inevitable. The inevitable for me is that Celtic will be champions. I, I, but I, I agree you
4: know, with everything Michael Beale saying there. Rangers need to lay down a marker tomorrow. Looking forward to three weeks time. More on
3: this and more of your calls after the news.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go!
1: from our Motability team.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is open now
1: at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
0: We are buzzing for the big game tomorrow. That's all we can
3: talk about during the news. Barry Ferguson, <laughs> Mark Weary, Paul Cooney. We're on at 12 noon tomorrow. High noon for Judgment Day for the title. Uh, Celtic going nine points clear, 10 if you count the goal difference. Uh, but both of them going in Undefeated for such a long time. The headlines at five when we came on air. Rayo Hotati, the magical midfielder for Celtic, is out. He hasn't made it. Uh, Leela Bada is also out, who was a scourge of Rangers early in the season. Last season as well. It's on your birthday, I remember, last year, Barry. And for tomorrow, Nicola Raskin, is. Uh, he's up and ready. He's fine for Rangers. We've been speaking to... Both captains, uh, James Tavenier today talking earlier about starting strong
9: and uh, about their brand of football. That office is when it comes down to us, um, not doing what we need to do. And that's that's the main focus. We need to do. We need to uh, play what we what we believe in. What we've been working in. Um, every day on the training pitch, if we apply that, then we obviously take our game to them and uh, no matter how they play they'll obviously um come with a game plan but it's it's about sticking to what we know and and delivering um you know each player at the best
3: and a bit more on that theme
9: um, I think it's um you know we have to have a display of a good performance throughout the 90 minutes. I think we obviously cost ourselves the first forty five when we we definitely weren't at pace and we didn't you know show our game plan which we wanted to 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 see. But going in tomorrow, we have to do that from the get-go. Really really putting a performance that we're all proud of. The two captains will lead the teams
3: out at, what, 12.28 tomorrow. That must be some atmosphere, Barry. I know we spoke about it on Wednesday night, but just before kick-off and you're both in the tunnel and sometimes there's mind games going on, who's going to be there first?
4: Yeah, listen, it's mind-blowing. You know, the the noise levels is um, is scary, Paul. It's, It's hard to describe. People ask me, Quite often, you need to actually be there. You need to be in the position that I was lucky enough to be in a number of times, and it's it's just it's deafening. Um, that's the best way I I, I can describe it. Um, it's it's just it was a privilege. I've got to be honest bonus we a privilege to, to play in these sort of games, and it's great when you win them. Listen, a draw is not too bad. A defeat, it's it's tough to take. Um, but listen, it, it's football. It happens at times. It's how you react to that and I'm expecting a big reaction um, from Rangers tomorrow because if you listen to Michael Beal you listen to James Tavernier speak there they you know it was poor in the semi final the last 20 25 minutes was a bit better but sometimes it's easy to play when you're a couple of goals down um so look, looking forward to it looking forward to seeing the reaction for the Rangers team looking forward to see um what what Rangers team um Michael Beal picks what um, formation he goes with um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it and as I said they're, they're special games and just go and lap it up Let's go on the lines now Stephen is on
3: Stephen resides. a uh, big Motherwell fan Hi Stephen
11: Hi guys I'm actually not to talk about Motherwell tonight I want to make a completely different point Okay um, yeah. It's just regarding I mean hearts at the start of the season they came out and said that they're looking to close the gap between them in the top two, which I think was a ludicrous statement. Anyway, but you look at the gap between them now, there's 40 points between yes. them and Celtic at the top, what, well, you're looking at 31 between them and Rangers, Yep. Uh, and there's only 33 points that separate third in the bottom of the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about last season as well, when Muller will be made a really good start to the season and somehow managed to finish fifth having only won one game. That's right. I think it was in the new year, uh, one or two games. So, do the guys think, I actually think the gap's getting bigger and that's because Celtic and Rangers are competing in Europe now more regularly. Mm -hmm. So, so what do you think? I think it's going to be impossible for this gap to ever be closed. Good question. I I agree with Stephen.
4: I think it's the biggest it's been in a long, long time. I think there's a major gulf. Uh, there's absolutely no chance, and uh, we've been asked this question a few times on here, I, I, there's absolutely no chance that MD will split Rangers or Celtic. Um, and I, I agree with Stephen, I think it's the biggest it's been the in class in a long, long time. I don't know what Mark thinks, but looking at it, um, and he makes a good point, between Hearts and Celtic it's 40, between Hearts and Rangers it's 31, and then for Hearts down to the bottom, there's only 33 points that... That split them, but so the the two old fan teams are by far um, superior to the to the rest. Mark, it's a huge gulf, and yeah. Lee
3: Johnson last week said they would need some money from the Gulf States a shake yeah. to buy the club yeah. to challenge uh, Celtic and Rangers. But would that even be enough?
5: I mean, I, I, at no point is any club going to split Celtic and Rangers anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, there's no chance, and and the evidence is there, Paul. Uh, To back that up, you know, you look at the level of consistency. So, if you want to look at Rangers, since Michael Beale took over 14 wins and a draw, Celtic under under Ange Postacoglu one defeat in 18 months or or, or whatever it may be. Um, So, uh, I think if you're a Hearts or a Hibs or an Aberdeen supporter, yeah, you know, every now and again you'll think, yeah, we'll we'll nick a win, maybe a case against Celtic or nick a win against. Rangers but over the piece 38 games it's it's about being the best of the rest if you can go and try and win um, a trophy then great you know in a one-off cup game 90 minutes of course anything um, can happen but I don't think unless I'm mistaken uh, that statement certainly wasn't made by Robbie Nielsen it didn't come from the manager of Hearts as in you know we, we can go and you're challenge Yeah, for the, for, for the title so yeah. I think you know if, if you're a manager you're never going to say something like that because you're only setting yourself up yeah. for a fault if you go and achieve it milk it and, and and talk it up but I don't think any manager out with Celtic Rangers is ever going to say um, that, that they're going to do it if you are you're setting yourself up for a massive fall because it's absolutely unrealistic and, and the budgets dictate that yeah. as, as well you know Celtic have got the biggest spending power in the country they've created that for themselves the way they've worked as a business so credit to them for that for Rangers the next best budget to go for it and then you've got, got kind of what? Hart, Sabardine Dean, Hibs all kind of Button about for the same players.
3: It's a different universe they're in. It is, yeah. And is. Rangers, uh, the wages are not that far behind Celtic now. I looked at some figures the other day. It's massive. But Stephen, see, as a, a supporter of a club out with the big two, how do you interpret it then? Does it dishearten you a wee bit that the gulf is so wide?
11: No, because since I was born, the expectation has never been yeah. to be challenging Celtic or Rangers. It's, mm-hmm. it's just about managing. That expectation, a good season for me is if Motherwell can get into the top six. I think you look at it certainly, now you get Celtic Rangers, I would say Hearts, Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. But I think even Hibs have moments in the season where they're catchable. The term Hibs that it, Hibs it flies about. So as a Motherwell fan, the most optimistic I get is, can we sneak that fifth place mm-hmm. like we did last season? Um, so again, it's about managing the expectation and, and hoping for the cup run. That's all my expectation ever is, as mm-hmm. a model supporter.
3: It's a really good question and a point that you've made. How you feel? Can we ask you about tomorrow? How are you feeling about the game? Yeah, Mallow against Livy
11: One that I'm looking forward to. The team are playing with, we real confident um, now, uh, and that comes with the results that so we've had. A great result last week for us in the capital against Hibs. Yeah, how, was, uh, how
3: good was that for you? Because, I mean, you thumped them. uh, It it
11: could have been, we could easily have scored four or five. And it it wasn't just the fact that we scored three, it was uh, at eight, we got a bit of luck with the penalty. Mm -hmm. But the other two goals for me are are, are great free kicks. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, I think that's the third free kick that we've scored under this year at Kettlewell. So we're becoming a wee bit set-piece specialist now. Um, (laughs) But listen, it's just good to be able to look forward to games again and uh, I think it's going to be a nice day tomorrow and hopefully Kevin Van Deen can get a rocky goal.
3: Yeah, two goals. He's uh how I many is it? Sixteen is he on? Seventeen now I think. Is that right? I see Dean Cornelius new contract. What do you think?
11: Uh, he deserves it. He he might not be the, the, the prettiest midfielder on the eye, <laughs> but what he does is he works hard, gets himself about very much like a like a kind of a like the Fazley used to be that like kind of a midfielder. And I think yeah. That's something that we were missing in the first part of the season was that midfielder that would go and put the boot on somebody. That's something that I mentioned in the early parts of the season. So he's come in, he's done well and he absolutely deserves that contract.
3: And this has been the season, I mean, down south as well as in Scotland where it's been all change at managers, hasn't it? There's been so many changes. In your case, I mean, Stevie Hamill's so popular with the Motherwell fans and the media and everyone, but he lost his job. But my goodness... It's worked. The bounce has, has definitely continued.
11: Well, Stephen Hamill will forever be a memorable legend. I, yeah. I don't think that he was he was helped by injuries. I don't think that he ever. Uh, there was towards the end of his tenure, he um, struggled to get a consistent eleven on the pitch that he could replicate. Which the guys will tell you is so important to get results, particularly in the back line. I think we were taught and changing that a lot. So. But I think what Stevie Ham was undoing was, was his reluctance to come away from the formation that served him so well yeah. in the first half of the season. Because it relied heavily on Joe Efford and, and fast runners. And then the minute Joe Efford get injured, we kind of lost that threat. So you can see what going to the to the the, the, the 5-3-2 we get off the ball. be like. It, it's really giving us a the solid base to go on and perform.
3: And you see the games every week who do you think is going to go down? Right, Dundee United, 22 points after the 30 games. Ross County, 24. Kilmarnock, 28. What do you think? Who are going to be the bottom two?
11: I struggle to see where Dundee United are going to get points from. Um, I think the goalkeeper's are a bit shaky. And that will uh, transfer through to the defence that's in front of them. I just look at Malky Mackay, uh, the experience he's got. I think they'll get enough points in Dingwall and then you look at it, Kilmarnock, their home form, really they a good. The only side to, to beat them there, apart from Rangers and Celtic, is uh, Livingston this season. Yeah. So I think Dundee United will finish bottom, and it's definitely between Kilmarnock and Ross County who will uh, finish in that playoff. But if you're going to push me for an answer, then I'm going to say that County will probably finish in the playoff because I think that, that Kilmarnock are just that wee bit better mm-hmm. at home. But that shows you. How good a job shot
3: Kettlewell done? The fact that we're not even in that conversation anymore, and exactly. only in of that game. I know, Barry. You worry about Dundee United now a bit like uh, Stephen. You can't see where they're going to get enough points. Ron. No,
4: I can't. And um, listen, you've got to give Jim Goodwin credit for taking on yeah. that job because they were they were already struggling. But I, I think it's I just look at them and I, I worry about. Um, I worry for uh, Dundee United. I, I think, like Stephen, I think they will uh, finish bottom. I've seen enough for Roche County against Celtic last mm. Sunday. I was impressed, Malky, the yep. way he sets up his team. They've got some really good players. I think um, they, they'll be at least finishing in the playoff, if not, they might get out of that. Um, and Kilmarnock, I mean, they'll, great result of the weekend. Mm. It's their away them? They've got an away game at Aberdeen uh, Tomorrow, and he'll be hoping that they can start to get at least a point on the road. Um, but for me, Dundee United, yeah, they're, they're they're struggling big time, and I don't see them getting a a result even this weekend at home against Hibs. Mark, can you can you cheer up Jim Goodwin and
3: the the Dundee oh, United fans? Can you see oh, a way out? I'd,
5: I'd, I'd love to take of a lot of, a lot of time for Jim mm-hmm. uh, Goodwin, but I, I agree with Stephen. I think mm-hmm. he's hit the nail on the head. Uh, it's a goalkeeping situation. Uh, they, they never replaced. Seagrass and by the way it was unlikely they were ever going to replace Seagrass you know a like for like because he was such a top goalkeeper but unfortunately the, the couple that they brought in um, just haven't lived up to it and they've, they've cost the team a lot of points Paul and some of the goals that the d to concede, you oh, can't yeah. do anything if, you, if you're a manager you know it's just you think you're pulling your hair out what was that craziest the one thing? was it
3: against uh, St. Johnson Paul is is that...
5: yeah uh, Birigiti yeah, yeah, there's, there's yep. been a few yep. uh, okay. unfortunately there's been a few further. and that's why they find themselves at the bottom of the table. give with Barry, Ross County. Ross County were always going to struggle this season. If you look at it, you know, I think from the summer departures they lost forty goals in terms of three yeah, of the players that, that, yeah. that left. So that, that was always going to be a struggle. So if, if Malky can keep Ross County up through the playoffs, whether it could be Queen's Park or Dundee or, Dindee, or it could, you know, they might end up playing And I agree with Stephen so I think Kilmarnock will just do enough to uh, to to stay out of it. And six weeks ago, i thought Motherwell could have finished bottom I really did I really feared uh, for Motherwell but credit okay. to Stuart Kettlewell he's really got them going and turned it around Before Stephen oh. goes
11: yeah, We were going down Yeah you were We were, were going sure. down we were, we were only heading one way Yeah, um, and I think what highlighted it was the performance at the end of We had to change and, I, and I'm just glad that I never liked calling for the manager to be sacked particularly Stevie I know Stevie but it's been the right decision It has been are not we're, we're safe
3: now so. Stephen before you go I'm going to ask Barry What's his scoreline then For
4: tomorrow For that game Motherwell against Livingston I think Motherwell will win the game
11: <clears throat> I think it's
4: going to be A tight one mm. um, But I think Motherwell To Livingston won. Mark what do you feel?
5: Yeah I'm going to go Motherwell 3 Livingston 2
4: You're not just saying that Because Stephen's on
5: No no. no I, I I think that, that Livingston Yeah um, maybe just had a, a week and had that wee bit of inconsistency at the moment. That's why I fancy Mullivel. Stephen, you had such joy there last what May
3: when you had that great result at the end. What's the result tomorrow at Fir Park?
11: Well, Livingston's record at Fir Park isn't the best, um, so I'm setting myself up with my prediction for the Levy one here. But I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go for you know, Malibu, But watch us, lively, end up beating. This, as and I've said that.
3: do you want to give a final prediction then for the big one tomorrow, Celtic Rangers? R- who's who's going to win? R-
11: Really looking forward to it. I think the fact that Hatate is missing for Celtic is going to to be big. Um, I'm going to go one each. I think Rangers will get a point. I think uh, Barry's right. He said he's looking for the reaction. I think that they'll get one. Um, I think it'll be a draw one each.
3: Stephen, we'll talk to you soon. Um, and good luck to your dad we got the message so give Bill all the best from us we look forward to seeing you both at a kilt walk soon and for you tomorrow enjoy it but give your dad all the best from us
11: will do thank you bye
3: bye weekend is here hope you're having a good Friday everyone tuned in to the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors we're here tomorrow from 12 noon high noon tomorrow the talking's just about over Mark
5: Oh, it's a yeah. big one, yeah. big one tomorrow. I'll be tuned in, listening to you guys. Yeah. But can he John beat? Can he yeah. beat the Can he beat Celtic Rangers? Yeah. Game. Yeah. No. I mean, sitting next to a guy who played and captained and whatever it was in twenty or thirty of them. But it's just a you know if you're involved in the media or whatever it may be, a supporter, obviously a player, a manager. What a fantastic occasion! It really just uh, gets everything lit up.
3: Sure did, Barry. But uh, tomorrow, there's nothing you can do whatsoever. Does it frustrate you a little bit?
4: Yeah, because you yeah. can't affect it, yeah. Paul. You're sitting in a studio watching, watching the, the the game. The good thing about when you were involved in it, um, you could try and affect it some way, um, or another. Uh, so yeah, but listen, I, I, I'm enjoy Listen, my time's been and gone, but there is one game that you do miss, and you look back, and it's the build up, and it's the the occasion, of the old firm game. You you, you can't beat it. I've said on many occasions, Paul playing in it was a privilege yeah. bringing people up when I was down in England they just could not believe the atmosphere it created um, and the build up to it as well it's it's just a special special game of football you brought some big names up didn't you? Yeah, I mean but, over the years yeah brought yeah. a few and it was all mixed you, you had yeah. to get men and women it, yep. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you were bringing, you've got to come up with something like that no I know but only in Glasgow isn't and we all 20, get it no we if all get it you bring it 20 players no. up you're, you're always yeah. mixed obviously you go down to England and there's some right, Rangers, Who, is who? There's some, <laughs> uh, Celtic and you were split down the middle yep. sometimes it was 14 to, to 6 mm. uh, Rangers or 14 yep. to 6 Celtic but um, every time I brought them up um, they loved it and they could not believe it sitting there mm. and the thing that I'd done as well was I was just watching their faces like I would turn to the side and they were just in awe of the, yeah. the occasion mm-hmm.
3: there's always someone there you know it used to be when he was alive you'd see uh, people like Sean Connery would be at the game he used to be at Celtic many years ago and then he was at Rangers he was friendly with David Murray Rod Stewart of course is yeah. uh, often at the game Billy Connolly sometimes Marty Pello at Rangers I'm just looking mm. at you who Alan McGee Oasis, the guy who discovered them, he's a big Rangers fan. Yeah. Uh, Martin Compston, who was on this show, as you know, Barry, and the first night we were on, he yeah. came yeah. on. Credo,
4: shell, and Bob. Credo, indeed, that's <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> um, Matt, there's no game. There's nothing like it, really, is there? No, yeah. like, like, like Snoop done... dog.
5: <laughs> no, I Snoop Dogg. No, I was thinking what Barry said yeah. 15 minutes ago. It was a great wee phrase, and only he and only, yeah. he, you know, and only a, there's been a few privileged people that can identify mm-hmm. what he's talking about. Use the phrase "mind blown." Mm-hmm. Standing in that yes. tunnel, running out, whether you're, you're, you're like your captain in your club, whether it's at Ibrooks or whether you're at Parkhead, whatever the the differences are in uh, numbers, attendances, yeah. but for one side or the other. But use the phrase "mind blown." Yeah. Running out that tunnel yeah. is mind blown. And can you imagine that, Paul? You and mm. I have never, never mm-hmm. been fortunate enough to, to to have that, but but he had. But you think tomorrow, your post to and your Michael Bale walking to your technical areas you've done all you can do mm-hmm. can I do any more yeah you can You can make substitutions tactical tweaks to try and alter the, the flow of a game or, or defend a lead or whatever it may be but ultimately you're relying on those 11 guys that you pick of carrying out your plan also taking responsibility to be themselves and if there's one or two wee things that they notice you don't need to look to the dugout all the time take responsibility be a leader and, and, and cope with different things that may throw themselves up and then, if you get a chance, as Michael Beale said, we were in the clinical on a box, but Kyogo was, take your chances, finish them. And when you have to defend, defend for your life. Mm-hmm. Defend, if you're the centre half, you make sure the number nine doesn't have a game. If you're the goalkeeper, have the game of your life, do everything you can to have a clean sheet. It's, it's, I think tomorrow is going to be a, a, a brilliant occasion. I always liked the the, the Celtic Rangers games, always thoroughly enjoyed them and it was a privileged to play. I always felt Travels to report on them. It's a special, special occasion to be a part of.
3: And I was lucky enough to be in the tunnel in my TV years when you were yeah. there as the teams were coming out, and it was awesome. Mm. What, what years yeah. was that? Um, <laughs> in the uh, 90s, and mm. obviously the radio mainly, the, the 80s, the 90s, and, and the noughties. Uh, but yeah, mm. uh, and it was, I remember interviewing Walter Smith and Tommy Burns, and it was but, just one after there the other. Before they actually walked out? Yeah, I was in the tunnel yeah. at Ibrooks and at Celtic Park. So I remember one day, and it was neck and neck um rangers just ahead of celtic but if celtic had won then celtic would have overtaken right. so it was a, and so it was walter and then tommy I, burns I,
4: I thought that yeah. put, put <laughs> which Mike yeah he used games. to be in the, the tunnel. guy with Celtic
3: scarf yeah. and dust. So, <laughs> on. Totally neutral there, thank you. Uh, totally neutral with both of them. And they both said, po, you need to calm down a wee bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> <was> the two of <laughs> <ball.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. laughs> <laughs> Totally neutral. One side thinks you're for them that and the other side. It was crazy back then <laughs> you were allowed actually in the tunnel. That was the tunnel, yeah, I mean, well, the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. We'd
4: be there. It's unbelievable. It's Live it's, in the um, tunnel. Yeah. Li- as I said earlier on, when people actually ask you, it's so yeah. hard to describe. Yeah. It's so hard to describe. Um, you actually need to be there yourself to, to just feel it. And you can feel it in the tunnel. You, at Ibrox, at Celtic Park, you can you can feel it coming in, mm. the atmosphere. And then as you just walk out, um, the tunnel at the it end hits of you. it, yeah. it's it's um, like a furnace. It is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's deafening. It's like. It's, Ringing in your ears, um, sort of stuff. But uh, do you know
5: as well see me, we, we were talking about, it, and uh, I just go back to that mind blown thing. you're talking about the noise. You can then imagine um, how easy it is for a player on, on, on both sides. And I've seen many, and I'm sure Barry's played with and played against. Well, you can uh, you can understand why they actually crumble mm. and cannot Faze. cope, yeah. cannot cope mm. with the occasion you know could be brilliant all week in training mm-hmm. Wow, good see yeah. looking by he could be the difference for mm-hmm. us tomorrow and collapse just collapse with the weight of the occasion and, and expectation that that fixture carries
4: mm-hmm. you could see it in the dressing room at, at times been out for the warm up and coming yep. in because it's starting to build you go out at, I mean the kick say tomorrow's uh, 12.30 so you're out there at what 10.00 to 12.00 and it's maybe 30.00 then and um, you're doing your warm up you're fully focused when your warm up stops you've got a couple of minutes spare it's then starting to fill up it's it's about 50 000. and that's where you, you kind of you, you can start to feel it um, and you go in and you, you can see some of the guys are a bit wow well, I mean wow so that's where you've got to go over and use your experience yep. um, guys that maybe have not sampled it before um, and try and calm them down a wee bit because it's an atmosphere that I mean, for example, Ronald de Boer. Yeah. Barcelona-Real Madrid games. What is the fans oh, there? Yeah. 75, oh, 80, 90,000 yeah. yeah. fans. He was like that the first night. He says, I cannot believe really that atmosphere it's created. Whether it's at Ibrooks yeah. with 51,000 and at Celtic Park with 62,000. With him playing in that sort of game and you know what the the, the atmosphere is sure. like in the the Barcelona um, yeah. and Real Madrid games just guys like that when they they actually sample it and you hear them talk about it and you think to yourself yeah but you're not because sometimes you think you're talking it up because you're Scottish you're not you, you can ask for anybody from sure. a Rangers point of view and a Celtic point of view whoever's sampled it it's just special and you'll never sample an atmosphere like it before in your life
5: and I bet you Ronald still voted his cell man in a match at the end of the game <laughs> 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 unbelievable yeah.
3: The two captains tomorrow will lead the teams out 12-27 Here's Callum McGregor
10: uh, Yeah, we're always looking to to get better um, You know, like you said the the first half was you know, really dominant and really good in terms of how we kept the ball how we kept pressure on um, and that attacking half of the pitch as well you know, the, the passing sequences were really good the counter press was really good um, obviously second half we had to show something a little bit different so if we can try and you know, second half. You know, emulate the performance that we had in the first half. Then, of course, that's what we're always looking for. We're always looking for the sort of perfect game, if if that exists. Um, and I'm sure the manager will, will push us to the absolute limit on that as well.
3: Celtic captain and Mark, you were given us the stats then: three trophies in short space of time. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
5: He, 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 he won a double know, from taking over from from Scott yeah. Brown again. it's been documented. We've spoken about it many times, but you look at what Ange Postacoglu inherited as manager and what Callum McGregor inherited as a captain, uh, it was shambolic. Sure. Um, and, you know, after a really, really slow start, a lot of question marks over the manager, it, they managed to, to turn it around pretty quickly and have been very, very consistent for 18, 20 months.
3: And there's two of the trophies. Yeah, well. the, the, That's what I'm just pointed live in Sky It just yep. shows you just now going worldwide. There's Mark Benstead next to the League Cup, which is Celtic for the second time. And the Cinch Premiership, which yes. is... You know, so, maybe have
5: have won the league cup twice, I've won the, the 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 league. Obviously, they're well on course. You know, they're, they're four or five victories away from becoming league champions again. And on the semi final of the of the Scottish Cup at the end of this month against the holders, um, Rangers, and the winner of that game, with the greatest respect to Inverness and Falkirk, will win the Scottish Cup. So, uh, you look at you know, Callum McGregor has been a really successful captain. He's led by example, as Barry was talking about there, which we don't get to see, but it will go on it's like you think of all the new signings that have arrived at Celtic All be talented players mm-hmm. are good but they need to learn about what it's about they need to be able to take on board and cope and, and there's no doubt Callum McGregor has really taken that on board too I think ably assisted by like guys such as Joe Hart and Cameron Carter-Vickers but take on the responsibility of making players feel relaxed making them um, trying to cajole the best out of themselves when they go into the pick so all of that um, Callum McGregor's been absolutely terrific so far and
3: Barry four year old team when they see that just now on Sky and you know you see the trophies there must make you even more desperate yeah, to let go tomorrow yeah
4: d- determined determined um, listen it's going to be a hard task to, to take the league trophy off Celtic um, what they need to do is just continue to try and win all their league games and there's two of them left against Celtic. Um, I think Michael Beale makes a good point. It doesn't look that, apart for the the two old firm games at Celtic, are going to drop any points. But you never know. It's a listen. It's a a hard mm. ask, tough ask. But Rangers need to go um, and stamp their authority mm. on the game and and take the game to to Celtic. But just think on the the old firm games and the atmospheres that be brilliant. If somebody could have like know oh, when we go pros. Yeah. Uh huh. Just to get that give is. an insight into what yeah. it what it's like, 'cause it's um, so many people, so many fans ask you um, about it. Mm. Did you get a lot of somebody was in the tunnel? The oh, absolutely. It's brilliant. Do yeah, something like that, right into, into it. Yeah. Give you it, give you an insight of the minute where yeah. you're walking out the tunnel and you're walking onto the pitch. It's just it's uh, it's deafening. Mm. And during the game as well, I think some of my teammates actually enjoyed it. They couldn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. you're trying to moan at them and they're just blanking you with a, <laughs> a they probably blank me couldn't they, um, See the they couldn't they hear
3: you they're saying sure. with the, the noise all or nothing and they did it with Man City did it with Tottenham wouldn't that be amazing to do it with Rangers or Celtic and capture I just think it would the, be a great insight yeah. for the
4: fans who would imagine mm. what would be going through their head what it would be like in the in the tunnel and just that minute or two giving them the a wee snappy of what it's actually like to, to walk out in the in the pitch. The,
5: fact the final words of the manager, mm-hmm. you know, that final 30 seconds before you're leading the team out to go, listen, I, I don't think it would ever happen, I don't expect any time soon, but I tell you what, if, if they were to allow something like that, Paul, and I dare say that the clubs have probably been offered it, that would be so lucrative mm. to allow cameras to, to to follow you, you know, what's and all for all uh, for 10 months and particularly just to get that dressing room uh, access pre-match and half-time and post-match I'm just
3: messaging Ross King in LA saying Ross can we get this on Amazon or so? whatever <laughs> let's get a deal you can produce it James you're the director Ross can direct it that would be brilliant there'd be nothing roughy. like it Well, yeah. in America, it LA. Um, half past ten in the morning is that right yeah well, she first glass exactly. of shampoos. Right. We heard from <laughs> Callum McGregor it, there. <laughs> uh, his first
5: bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: uh Let's hear from Jamie Tavernier. He's talking about Rangers and the current form.
9: Um, yeah, we're obviously in good form in the league. We've been putting in really good performances and we've, we've been getting the, the results that we wanted. So that's the case tomorrow, to go into tomorrow and, and get the result that we want. We've performed uh, really well away from home. Obviously at home games we've been performing really well um, we're just in a good in a good space we've just got to continue that we obviously have to do a lot of the talking on the pitch um, a lot can be said off the pitch but you know it comes down to us applying ourselves right tomorrow and, and getting the result we want So here on the Go Radio Football Show with
3: Michael Motus Barry Ferguson Mark Wheddy looking forward to tomorrow on Sky I see Luke Shanwick now in the Rangers trophy room that you yeah. know so well where's the Scottish Cup?
4: Um, uh, that's a yeah. good good yeah. point I, I'm just um, I'm just looking at the old bike St yeah, Etienne At um, the background the old uh, the old racer yeah. remember them I, <laughs> <It's probably not laughs> yeah. so was that did they
3: play Arsenal for that or whatever yeah, what was but it you, yeah
4: you'd, you'd expect Luke there to be in front of the the uh, cup nah, yeah um, there's maybe,
3: maybe not. Yep, Todd Cantwell being uh, he's impressed me Paul yep big day for him yeah, tomorrow the,
4: yep. I'll be honest with you but Mark my I knew a, a fair bit about him. I'd seen him play a few games with Norwich. Obviously, a difficult season this season. The only maybe issue I had was a bit too lightweight because mm. you look at me, pretty slightly built. But that's one thing that's impressed me with him. Um, he can brush off my player when players get tight to him, and he certainly um, impressed me. Todd Cantmel, since he's he's come up to to Glasgow. And we've seen Malik Tillman as well edging towards your team if we see Sakala now Barry it's,
3: it looks as though you're 11 tomorrow. But what about Cantwell where exactly is he going to play then?
4: Off the right hand side yep. uh, he'll not play on, on the touchline because of the way that Michael sure. Beale plays yep. uh, I would imagine that's James Davenier's yep. um, route up, up the, the right side um, and he'll float in a, an area and there, in there then the way Celtic play the two full backs actually come in and play and beside Callum McGregor so it's, uh, I think the key battle is always for me in the middle oh, of the pitch, yeah. but it's definitely it's going to be the, the Rangers fullbacks, Tavenir and Barisic against uh, Mead and Jota. They'll be key areas tomorrow for me. Rangers manager's been speaking about his
3: two newish signings, Cantwell and Raskin.
7: We're definitely a different team from, from the first game. So I was only back three or four weeks, and the confidence levels, the final was hugely disappointing. From that, we've bounced back really well. Todd and, uh, and Nico are big players for us moving forward, not just for this one uh, fixture, of course. And, uh, and, and they've brought a nice uh, uh, energy into the group, I think, and, and, and certainly have shown that they've, they've got qualities moving forward. But this is the start of their Rangers career, and this is the sort of games that they need to play and play well in going to be some game.
3: One more break, and then we're back with Barry and Mark.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at MacklinMotors.co.uk. Let's go.
3: Chris will be back tomorrow, producing our effort tomorrow. Twelve till well, well after the game. You can call in. You can speak to Barry Ferguson and John Hartson what's going to happen tomorrow we're going to get Barry's prediction this evening and Mark as well as well as the other games that are coming up tomorrow where will we go first will we go to Petaudry Aberdeen against Kilmarnock Barry what do you think Kelly
4: away from home yeah I'm going to go a surprise one here I I think Kelly I'm going to go with with Kilmarnock listen Barry Barry Robson's done a fantastic job since he's took over Kilmallock's away form has been absolutely shocking, but at some yep. stage it's got to change, and I think it's going to change tomorrow. Wow, that would put them on to thirty-one
3: points. Uh, Mark, could you see that Derek McInnes winning up at his old place?
5: I can see him getting a point. Watched Aberdeen right. last huh? week um, at Perth. Um, Barry Robson's been been doing well. He's, I think he's appointed well in his backroom staff. Um, you know, getting Liam Fox and uh, Steve Agnew. And but yeah, I think Kilmallock can go there. Derek obviously get back with his backroom staff. Mm-hmm. Tony Docherty back to yep. Um yeah, I can see Aberdeen getting a 1-1 draw against Coman, tomorrow. I
3: mean, they were eight years there, weren't they? Eight or yeah. nine years. This is a lot. In football, it doesn't happen too often. I see Duke was saying that it was his dad that got him to join mm. Aberdeen, said it's a good route to get to England.
4: Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Did you see what else he says about he can't understand why Scottish have beans ah, really? for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Has he tried it for breakfast? Yeah. I said, not with yeah. pimes, beans. Tell yeah. you that. What's your pre match meal
3: tomorrow, Barry, before the game? I know you're not playing, but. Oh, Bell it'll be in the morning, so toast. it'll be, uh, yeah,
4: it'll yeah. be. Yeah, mm. toast, butter, and, and jam. Okay. A cup of tea and um, a caramel wafer. <laughs> that's exactly what you're going to have tomorrow. Hearts against
3: St Mirren. I mean, Robbie Nelson, we talked about it on Wednesday. He's going nowhere is what he's saying yeah. today and why should he? But uh, he'll be desperate for a win against St Mirren.
4: Yeah, and I think uh, some of the stuff that's been written about him has been way over the top. Oh, yeah. Paul, listen, listen, they're going through a, a, sticky, a sticky period at this moment in time. But for me, I still think Hearts will finish third. And I still... I'm sorry and I think Hearts will beat St Mern tomorrow at Tynecastle by a couple of goals 2-0 Hearts for me and that would put Hearts on 48 and if Aberdeen do lose
3: to Commander or if they drop a point they'd be on 44 or 45 St Mirren, though as you know Mark they're in 41 points 5th spot yeah. great win last weekend yeah.
5: 3-0 yeah I mean you know, Hearts really need to go off on the front foot get their fans um, yeah. on sides a bit of disquiet uh, at the moment it's important Hearts get a, a victory I think they will but they'll need to be at the, at their best because Stephen Robertson and St Mern are going terrifically well. Real consistent performances this season. Hearts to win 2-1. Mark, is it
3: because um, of social media that it augments, it amplifies a small group of people mm. who then are never happy about going out to the Highland League team? They've never forgiven Brora, them. Yeah. But I know to Brewer Rangers, mm. but I mean, come on, look at what they've done. Yeah. They, they only came up a year and a half ago. Yeah, I mean... Well, 18, 20 months ago.
5: I agree with the social media part. Uh, Paul, I and mean, when people want to, you know, complain, or moan, they're, they're the ones that tend to kind of shout um, the loudest and, and, and gain the most uh, traction. But if you look, in, in one respect, it's a compliment to Robbie and his staff. Yeah. Um, the standards that they've set, they've set the bar high. You know, they're getting European football this season. Don't forget as well, so I had to cope uh, with Europe with a week a sticky start domestically. They then come on to a good run and then they've been pegged back uh, a wee bit but they're still a really good team he's recruited well attractive to watch they've had a blip yeah. there's absolutely no doubt about that can't deny it um, results and performances haven't been good enough in the past two or three weeks but you know, no better way than in front of you own fans tomorrow in front of 16,000-17,000 to go and put that right against a very good St Merton team which is important so they'll need to do well tomorrow and I'm sure they will Stephen Robinson has got them playing so well
3: right we mentioned Motherwell against Livy earlier you gave us your predictions and St Johnson against Ross County what do you think Barry at Perth?
4: Um, I'm going to go St Johnson 1 Ross County 1 Right, I'm going to go and okay. draw this one. Yep, the fight. That would be huge. Um, You know, for, well, Ross County,
3: clearly they love three points, but that would put them in 25. Um, St. Johnson, they're clear, then 32. Did yeah. you say St. Johnson's
4: brilliant? Yeah. The band, the fan, i seen? seen. Um, Banned them for life. Uh-huh. Did they? Yeah. Yep. Racial abuse. Right. Yeah. Yep. So Still. they'll be a. They've not wasted any time. Good, um, and sorted it out very quickly. And that's what you like to see when something like that goes on. So fair play to St. Johnstone for doing that. Decisive, well done. Yep, Mark. Exactly. What do you feel? What's your
5: prediction? A, I think it's a really interesting game at Perth tomorrow. You mentioned there, Ross County. If they win, you're potentially you're pulling St. Johnstone a, a wee bit closer to the action yeah. at the bottom of St. Johnstone. win. there's absolutely no doubt that they are they are clear of it. Um, I think St. Johnston will win two one tomorrow.
3: 2 1. And then let's go on to Sunday before we go back to the big two. Dundee United against Hibbs. I think, well, Mark, what do you feel?
5: Yeah, I mean, Dundee United, um, over a tough game at Ibrox last week. Hibbs losing at home in Mullerwell. Um, Dundee United need to start winning games. I think Jim Goodwin can go and get this one 1 0 on Sunday. Wow. So they would go on 25
3: points and they could come off the bottom, depending what happens with uh, Ross County. Barry, what do you think is going to happen? 12 o'clock, early kickoff Sunday.
4: Yeah. I've seen that um, yeah I, I, I think I'm going to go Duny United 1 Hibs 2 Right so you're going for Hibs yes. Lee Johnson to get that one and tonight the big game who's going ah. to win the Glasgow
3: Derby the other one who's it going to be Partick Thistle
4: or Queen's Park yes, um, Queen's well, Queens Park last couple of games disappointing mm. um, never seen the broth one coming and then a bad one at, at Wraith on Saturday they need they need to get back to winning ways. Mm. So, for that fact, I'm going to go Queen's Park just to nick it. Queen's Park to nick yeah. it. Because they one. need to win. Yeah. If, sure. if they want of to course. win the league, yeah. they need to win tonight. Just one point. In it. And we all know Dundee have got a game in hand. Queen's
3: Parker minus Charlie Fox. He's suspended after the red card at Starts Park. It was a big reversal for them. Mark, what do you reckon tonight?
5: Uh, I think we'll be a cracking game. I think we're very open. Both sides get the ball in the net, play good football. Um, I think Owen Coyle just his experience will guide these players through this 90 minutes and get a, a one goal victory
3: Enjoy all the games tomorrow Let's go to the big one then 12.30 tomorrow 60,000 Celtic against Rangers Let's hear Well this was the update we gave earlier from Ajposta Celtic Well they're missing Hitati
6: Yeah uh, In terms of team news uh, unavailable tomorrow uh, Rayo James Forrest and uh, Liel are all unavailable. Um, everyone else is uh, fit and ready to go. Of course, that is the headline, no hitati. Yeah, look, it's disappointing for Rayo more than anything else because, as you said, he loves playing these games and he's had a, a major impact when he's played. So uh, disappointing for him to miss out. He tried really hard to, to sort of be available, but it um, you know, hasn't quite worked out. So um, you're always disappointed for the player that they're not available. But from a team perspective, I mean, we get Aaron back, and um, which is great for us. Uh, you know, we've got... Yeah, good quality in that area of the park. I mean, last week we had to play without Aaron and um, and uh, Rayo, and the boys handled it really well. So, um, yeah, from a team perspective, um, you know, still confident the team we we'll put out there will uh, will uh, you know be be able to perform in the, at the levels we need. Are you mentioning Aaron
3: Moy
4: there, Barry, and he's been a, a revelation this season. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been a brilliant signing. Yeah. Um, it's no surprise me, cause listen, I seen him enough mm. times down in England, I was at Huddersfield and Bryant to realise he was a real good football player. And to get him on a free transfer, it's a brilliant piece of business. I know he'll be on a, a fair wage, but you can see when he started to get games under his belt, he's, he's a quality operator, um, Moy, um, and I'm sure Foster Cogley will be delighted to have him back in the starting lineup tomorrow.
6: He will surely start with Kyogo, but he was asked about oh, you know, he's been. um you know, he's been in a fantastic condition for us and I've an idea he'll make an impact whether that's tomorrow or for the rest of this year and and beyond, he'll be a very good player for us.
3: Mark, not unlike Jikamakis, who was such a favourite of the fans and did yeah. well against Rangers. Now, always not going to start, but he could come on.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think he's already made an impact. I think we can yeah. all see, um, you know, he's really good value. He will be really good value for money. Totally different kind of player from Kyogo. He's got a, more of a physical presence. I would say kind a of, more aggressive, as in like in the faces of the of the defenders, but clever, uh, with it too, robust. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think will be a really good um, a really good signing for Celtic, and I think he'll feature at some stage uh, tomorrow. The way the the manager works the substitutions, I'm sure will uh, get on the park. And Barry's got a bit of
4: height as well. You know, Celtic not the tallest team, but he's uh, he's got a fair frame. Well, you can see why they, they let Yakimakis go. Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. he, he looks he looks apart. I mean, he, he most of his his minutes have been coming off the bench, but he certainly makes an impact. He's he he makes um, certainly centre backs are aware of him. That that's that's for sure. Um, and yet again, he's twenty one years of age. There's still um, a fair bit of work to be done. Um, you can see he, he's uh, he's got the potential. Uh, and from what I've seen of him, certainly on Sunday when I was watching the game, he certainly made an impact when he came on. He had one with, with Joe Hart. I think I spoke about it on Wednesday. Joe Hart pinged it just over the, the halfway line, and it was a bit of strength to, to hold off the Ross County defender. A great touch, and went through, and was, was unlucky with the shot. So, yeah, he's another player that that certainly looks apart and can be a, a big player for Celtic in the future.
3: Let's hear from Michael Beale then, um, speaking about what the previous games and about his mindset coming here as manager of Rangers. It's
7: oh, different manager now, some different players and players who are coming in coming into this game for the first time as well, and and we're in a rich vein of form. So there's no reason why we wouldn't uh, put a, a stronger performance on. As I say, we come off the back of ten consecutive league wins. That's not by coincidence. That's because we're playing very well, and all I ask the players to do is is to. To bring the best version of themselves
3: to this game. So what's gonna to happen tomorrow, Mark? You first, what do you reckon? Celtic
5: Rangers. I think it'll be a cracking game, Paul. Mm. Genuinely feel that it'll be a cracking game. It'll be a good advert for Scottish football. You know, we praise both sides. They both like to play football. You know, first and foremost, that's the instructions they get from their managers. Try and play the game the right way and try and win the game the right way. So I think that's good. Um good spectacle for people inside the ground and the, the millions watched on. On television. I think ultimately. Tuned in on Go Radio. And tuned in (laughs) on Go Radio, of course. Um, I think that um, Celtic have got the the better players. I don't think they're the champions for nothing. They know how to win these games. Haven't lost a a tie to Rangers in a year. That said, I'm a big believer in the law of averages. uh, And that might just, you know, at some point tilt in Rangers' favour, possibly tomorrow. However, I think Celtic will win the game 2 1.
3: 2 1, you reckon? Yes. For Celtic. Barry, what do you reckon? You said, we just have to go at them, Mm -hmm. they have to put everything else negative down. I don't think
4: they're going to sit back, Paul, what they've done in previous games at at Celtic Park, because it's clearly not worked. I think they'll go up against them, um, harass them, and and try and, when they get the ball, obviously play good football. And I think that's the the way you've got to play against Celtic. You can't give them um, too much space, or they'll they'll dominate the game. They need to get a foothold early doors. I'm listening to Michael Beale speaking there and he's, he's saying all the right things he, he clearly understands what, what needs to be done um, so yeah I, I'm looking forward to it and again the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is who's going to be playing because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a, a, a surprise because I, I think a lot of people expect either Mar- uh, Morelos or, or Shola. I may be totally wrong but I can just see a Cicala playing right through the middle something different pace to burn can hurt you Um and I think that's the way if Rangers are going to get anything out of the game, I think that's the best way to go. And with the players around about them who have got plenty of legs and energy and good quality. Um, so So what's <laughs> the prediction Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Celtic to <laughs> one Rangers two, two one yes. for Rangers. Yeah, I, right? I think yeah. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people expect it to mm. be. I've heard people say three and four, nothing. Mm. I, I think that could be the case if Rangers sit off them. Yeah. I don't think they can allow that to happen tomorrow. I think he realizes he realizes that, that teams that come and sit behind the ball and try and frustrate, I don't think it works at Celtic Park. So you've got to try something different. So flip it and go um against them. And I think that's what Rangers will do tomorrow. No fans tomorrow will that play
3: apart who knows Barry I heard you once Once you're out there sure at the beginning that wall of noise but
4: who you knows you know, know they're it, all yeah, going to be sure. against you use it, yeah. in your, use it to your advantage try and quiet them that that's the thing that came into my head when you know that that's going to be happening at Celtic Park in terms of the crowd I'd be saying that's in the dressing room yep. Yep. that this is what we've got to do we've got to quiet the crowd as quickly as possible and by doing that that means we need to stop Celtic and make sure we dominate at the start of the game and Mark, for Celtic, they'll want to harness that crowd, 60,000 yeah,
5: undefeated it's a, it's at it's home. Yeah, it's a big advantage yeah. from the first, whistle. Well, I believe it's a big advantage, the first whistle, and they want to go and be in the front foot. You know, everything that Barry said about, about Rangers, then, to, to, to try and achieve that, Celtic will go out, expecting that to be the way. So it's up to Rangers to go and try and uh, disrupt them on their own pitch in front of 60,000 Celtic supporters. But I think Celtic will get a foot. But ultimately, I think it will ebb and flow as well, Paul. Let's hope uh, for a great could, game. Because you know, yeah? is
4: Celtic are going to come... Out, oh, absolute mm. flying, at coming at you at a hundred mile an hour. So there's no surprises for the Rangers' point of view. They've got to make sure they stand up to that early doors, and if they do that, I think they've got a real good opportunity.
3: See you early doors tomorrow, Barry. Looking forward to you and Big John Hartson. Yep, we'll be on from twelve. Yep. Mark, enjoy the weekend, and you'll be back Thanks, on Paul. Monday. You know who's up next? It's Zoe Kelly. Oof.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go!